the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Have you ever considered yourself, spiritually speaking, to be that of a leper? Just exactly what is a leper? What is the condition? And how deep does this condition go? What's the ceremonial pronouncement of this? It's all found here in Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 15. Not only do we get a good glimpse of just how bad off a leper is, especially in the first century, we also get a marvelous view of God's amazing grace towards somebody in that condition, not just physically, but spiritually as well. Here's Stephen Cloud with today's broadcast of Way of Grace. This disease, this plague, it is, it is a flesh-eating disease, spreading skin legions over time throughout the body. Now remember, he has full-term leprosy. I want you to know that leprosy also, what it does behind the scenes, since we have advanced in, in terms of uh, science and technology, they're able to look behind the visible manifestation, the scaliness of the skin. Because what you will see on the skin is you would see legions, you will see boils, you'll see putrefying sores that would eat away the flesh, causing holes in the head and in the arms and so on and so open wounds and scabs and and it's all over the person's body but behind what's going on what we actually come to discover is that leprosy is actually a paralysis of one's sensory eye motor and autonomic nerves there's an article called leprosy explained and it says this Leprosy does not affect the central nerve system, nervous system. However, it can affect the sensory, peripheral, motor, and autonomic nerves in the following ways. Sensory nerve damage. When the sensory nerves are damaged, they cannot register pain. You know pain's a gift, right? Pain is a gift. That sensation is taken away. This leaves the extremities of the hands and feet vulnerable to burns and injuries that can result in loss of fingers, toes, hands, and feet. The eye nerve damage, when the eye is affected, it can lead to blindness, particularly if the person does not know how to prevent injury due to dust or other irritants. Motor nerve damage, when the motor nerves are involved, Various forms of paralysis can occur, such as drooped foot, drooped wrists, clawed hand, and leave your eyes stuck open. I don't want to say the word, it's a long term, but where the eyes cannot close. And autonomic nerve damage. 
This can cause hair loss and can affect the ability to sweat, leaving the skin dry and cracked and exposed to secondary infections. You guys hear this? And this person is full of leprosy. He might be blind. He might have some limbs gone. You know, when the sensation of pain is taken away, a leper can be sleep, sleep, and a rat can gnaw at his finger. And he will not know that it's gone until he wakes up. This condition of leprosy, this plague of leprosy, it was pandemic. It was pandemic all throughout Israel, historically. You know our Lord Jesus in Luke chapter 4, as he was giving his sermon, after he read from Isaiah, he says there were many lepers in the days of Elijah. But to none of them were healed, except who? Naaman, the leper, the Syrian. But what's most important about this plague is that when someone, when, when, when the priest examined one that had leprosy, they pronounced him unclean, and then he was banished, exiled. He was banished. He was declared unclean, and he was separated. If you're in Leviticus, if you turn back to Leviticus 13, I'll just read one verse, and that's verse 46. In Leviticus 13, 46, this is what it says. All the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled, he is unclean, he shall dwell, what? Alone. Alone. Without the camp shall his habitation be. He is banished into the realm of darkness, into the domain of death. He is separated from the covenant community of God's people, and he is separated from the presence of God. These that had leprosy, they were like, they were considered dead. They were considered dead. And yet, while they were living, they were like dead corpse. Or a live corpse. Decaying. To death. Like the walking dead, if you guys know anything about that. There's a... There's a, a book. And it's called the colony a harrowing true story of the exiles of Molokai John Taman he, he chronicles a dark chapter in Hawaiian history when thousands of lepers were forced to live on a remote island separated from their families and doomed to live out their last days in deplorable conditions their sickness was ruled an illegal act their rights were stripped, and they were considered living corpse. In fact, one of, the one of the quotes that is in this book, it says, The patients were judged to be civilly dead. Their spouses granted summary divorces, and their wills executed as if they were already in the grave. I think we got it. This is a grand picture of our sinful condition and our sin, our sentence to death. 
Remember what happened with our parents. After they sinned, after, the, after Adam ate from the tree, the Lord says, now man has become like one of us to know good and evil. Lest he stretch forth his hand, grab of the tree and eat and live forever. Therefore, what did he do? He banished him from the garden. Banished him. We were banished. We inherited a corrupt and a sinful nature. I know that we dress up and we put on makeup and we put on cologne and perfume and all these different things, but the Lord sees the heart. We are sinners by nature. Romans chapter 5 verse 12, it says... Through one man, sin entered into the world. And through sin, death. And death passed to all men because all have what? Sinned. This is the spread and pervasiveness of the evil that is within us. In fact, I'll take you to one verse regarding this. Isaiah chapter 1 verses 4 through 6. It uses the language that we need to see here. That we need to see. And then we move forward. Isaiah 1, 4 through 6, it says, Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backward. Why should you be stricken anymore? You will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick and the whole heart faint. For the sole of the foot, even unto the head, there is no soundness in it. But wounds and bruises and putrefying sores, they have not been closed, neither bound up, neither mollified with ointment. This is the picture that God makes and gives with regards to Israel. And this is a picture of all of mankind of all time. Our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. Even if you're saved, every now and then those rags come out, right? Every now and then, the Lord lets you get a whiff of your own attitude. He lets you get a whiff of your own intentions and motives. How in his nostrils, they, they're abhorrent to him. That necessitates a cleansing, doesn't it? Point number two, the courageous outcry and confession for mercy. Know this. This man probably had a family. Maybe he was married. Maybe he had children. Sure, he had a father and mother. I'm sure that he, being separated from the living and being counted dead, did a number of work in his mind and in his heart. Just think about it. See, we're, we get the comfort of seeing each other week in and week out. Remember, in the beginning I said we ought to be thankful for another time. We get to see each other 
week in and week out. We get to see our spouses. We get to see our children. We get to see... But imagine not being able to see your family again and being alone. Isn't that like hell? Being alone. Well, that's precisely anyone that doesn't believe the gospel, anyone that's outside of the kingdom of God, that continues to rebel persistently against the truth of his word. You're under the condemnation of God and you're heading. You're heading there. You're heading to suffer for all eternity. The fury and righteous indignation of God Almighty. But this leper, he should have been outside of the camp. He should have been in his exile location. That's where he should have been. But you know what? He felt his woe. Out of desperation among the crowd. It's, it says in Mark's gospel and in Matthew's gospel, Matthew chapter 8 and Mark chapter 1, it says that this leper came to the Lord Jesus. He came to the Lord Jesus. And when he saw him, he bowed. When he saw him, he bowed. We must bow with reverence to the Lord, to, to Jesus as Lord. Isn't that right? And Luke, it says he fell on his face. And in Matthew 8, verse 2, it says that he bowed and he worshipped. Worshipped the Lord Jesus Christ. And in Mark's gospel, it says that he was kneeling down. We, we must bow with reverence to Jesus as Lord. Isn't that true? And we must beg in humility of our request for mercy. Isn't that right? He besought him. He was beseeching him. And just note how he addresses the Lord Jesus Christ. Just note this. Because we're learning how to pray from this leper. Isn't that right? We're learning how to come to Christ in humility. Isn't that right? You don't just come to the Lord Jesus Christ any old kind of way. (laughs) You have to come to him. With your face hitting the dust in worship of him. Why? Because he acknowledges his position. You know what he calls him? Lord. 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 He recognizes his authority. He's, he's at least addressing him as either a king. And at best he's addressing him as God. But when he addresses him by way of implication, you know what this leper recognizes? He recognizes that he is under the authority of Jesus Christ. This is what he recognizes. And the people of God recognize that too, isn't that right? We're under his sovereign authority. What it means for him to be Lord, what it means for him to be sovereign Lord, is for him to be king of the entire universe at the right hand of God and for him to be the controller of all things, the upholder of all things without anything getting out of his reach or out of his control or coming upon him unbeknownst to him. He is in control and sovereign over everything. 
That's a comfort to the Christian. The pillow that Spurgeon laid his head on every night was on the pillow of the sovereignty of God. He knew that God was in control and that whatever happens is for his good and for God's glory. And then he says this. So the leper recognizes he's under the authority of Christ. And then he, he, he says this, if you will. You know what? He, rec- he recognizes that it's about his pleasures, the Lord Jesus' pleasures, and not his own. So let's correct this real quick. Right? We think that the Lord is here for our pleasures. Right? But it's the other way around. It's the other way around. We were made for his pleasures. And we serve at the pleasure of the king. And this leper, he says, if you will. What what this tells me is this. The Lord Jesus Christ don't have to do anything if you ask him. Does he owe us anything? Does he? Just think about this. He doesn't owe us anything. Does God owe anything to any one of his creatures? Do we owe God? We owe God. We, 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 we can't have this, 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 this uh, fabricated, idolatrous view of God where our wills are greater than his. Do you know what God had to do for this leper? He had to humble him. He had to cause him to recognize that he cannot, he cannot cure himself. His will is not powerful enough to cure his condition. He's impotent. And he shut up to the sovereign will of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the case for salvation, isn't it? If you don't know Christ, don't demand him to save you. Beg him to save you. Beg him. You can demand all you want. Right? And you can say, I'm good. But let me tell you this, what you're actually doing is your, is your thinking subconsciously, maybe, consciously, maybe, but this is truly what is going on. You think that you're sovereign yes. when you demand anything from God and that God is to submit to your will. No, no, no. This, we can learn, we're learning a lot from this leper. The leper recognizes he is unfit to demand a cure. He recognizes that he is undeserving of mercy. Now, how many of y'all deserve mercy? Raise your hand. If you deserve mercy, raise your hand. See, some of y'all raised your hand thinking you're deserving of mercy. It wasn't a trick question. (laughs) It was not a trick question. Okay, it was straightforward, right? Is anyone deserving of mercy? Is anyone deserving of grace? Does God have to withhold from you what you deserve? 
Does he have to? Because he's a holy and just God. He's a holy and just God. He's loving too. But our God hates sin. He hates all workers of iniquity and he is angry with the wicked every single day. This is the word of God, right? And then the leper recognizes that he possesses all power. All power. He says, Lord, if you will, you can, you can make me whole. You can make me clean. So the issue for the leper is not a doubting of his power. He actually believes that Jesus Christ can actually cure a man that has full-term leprosy. Application, this spiritual leper believes that Jesus can actually save the vilest of men. The vilest of men. If you think that you're too wicked for God to save you, then again, you're saying that your sin is more powerful than the grace of God. And saints, in your situation, in your pits, and in your struggles, stop taking, let's stop taking matters into our own hands. We need help, don't we? <laughs> let's stop taking matters into our own hands because the Lord teaches us over and over and over again. Without me, you can what? Do nothing. And in every trial and every test, he is teaching us to trust him and to prove him more and more. He possesses all power. When you use the term can, and I, I, I like to use this uh, analogy, this, this, you know, when, when, when uh, someone, asked, you know, my, my children ask me, Daddy, can I go to the bathroom? I should say, I don't know, can you? Right? Because the term can actually deals with ability. 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 May I go? Has to do with permission. Our Lord has the ability, capability, fully capable of cleansing this leper. He comes in humility. And before honor is what? So we are learning how to come to the Lord Jesus Christ in prayer. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't pray to Jesus. Okay? Don't let anyone tell you that. If you don't pray to Jesus, you are going to die in your sins. You will. Before honor is humility. Point number three, last point. I want to deal with this last point here. There are a plethora of passages that um, I want to go to. So let's, let's uh, buckle up on this note here. The compassion of our omnipotent Christ and the mandate. It says here in our text, in verse 13, it says, And he put forth his hand and touched him. I am so thankful that when by his irresistible and sovereign grace, when he drew me to him and I was coming by faith to the Lord Jesus Christ, that our Lord didn't back up. He should have, but he didn't. He didn't back up, stretch forth his hand, and he touches him. The powerful cure. This, look, look at the compassionate 
condescension with his intimate touch. And when he touches him, he is actually showing forth his readiness to cleanse. His readiness to cleanse and heal. That'll conclude our time today here on Way of Grace with Pastor Jesse Gastand, featuring Stephen Clow from our teaching staff here at Grace Bible Church in Hayward. We thank you for spending time with us. Trust that as you do walk through God's Word with us, you're growing in grace, growing in your relationship with Christ and your love and adoration to Him. As we conclude our time together today, we would like to remind you that if today's broadcast was an impact to you, maybe it really blessed you, or maybe you've got a question or two that to listen to this program again would help out, well, we have CDs available when you call or write to us, or if you wish, simply stop by our website and download the audio file from the website. Our web address is grace-bible.com. Rather simple. Again, grace-bible.com. Or contact us by phone at 510-886-9782. That's 510-886-9782. If you're writing to us, the address is 22768 Main Street. And that's here in Hayward. The zip code is 94541. Again, that's 22768. Main Street, Hayward, California, 94541 is the zip code. We ask for $5 per CD, or again, as mentioned, simply stop by our website and you can listen to the message in its entirety or download the MP3 version, grace-bible.com. One final note, we're inviting you to join us for worship. Sunday services are at 11 a.m. with Sunday school at 10 a.m. And then, of course, the Friday Bible study at 8 p.m. We'd love for you to stop by and join us for worship, especially if you're not involved in a fellowship at this time. And then, of course, the Friday Bible study. We have folks from all kinds of churches all over the Bay Area joining us at 8 p.m. It's a marvelous time of studying God's Word together as a company of believers. Again, For directions, simply go to grace-bible.com or call 510-886-9782. Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.